Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. This column may be illegal. In writing it, I'm inviting Philips, the Dutch electronics company, to sue me. And I'm rather hoping it will. Then I would be the first person in history taken to court for disobeying the most annoying and most pointless legal paragraph ever drafted. The contract I'm about to break is the one that sits at the bottom of almost every business email. In simple terms, it says that if the email isn't addressed to you, you must delete it at once, notify the sender and not tell a soul. I'm not the first to ignore such a command. Indeed, it's flouted hundreds of thousands of times every hour, almost every time that anyone forwards anything at work. The other day I received a message that was most definitely not intended for me, but was passed on by a reader who thought I might like it. It was written by Franz van Houten, the new chief executive of Philips, and sent to all of his 100,000 employees to tell them about a new management initiative. It goes like this. We agreed a new set of values as they are better suited to unlock our full potential in a fast-moving world. He explained that these new values would replace the four Ds, which turn out to be such dismal, dull, derivative and depressing things as delight customers and develop people. He then quoted Gandhi, who surely would never have uttered the words be the change had he known just how many scores of dodgy management initiatives would be launched on the strength of them. Then he finished by inviting underlings to go with him on a journey named Accelerate. We have asked the 200 leaders to own and drive Accelerate. Please join me and Accelerate to win together. He finished. Immediately below this stirring sign-off came the normal disclaimer. It said that the message was confidential and intended solely for the addressees. If you are not the intended recipient, you are hereby notified that any use, forwarding, dissemination or reproduction of the message is strictly prohibited. Please contact the sender by return email and destroy all copies of the original message. Rather than do as instructed, I've decided to follow the common law of the internet. This decrees that whenever you get a crass message, you must forward it to everyone in your address book at once, or post it on your blog, or, if you're fortunate enough to have such a thing, write about it in your newspaper column. In so doing, I am at least notifying the sender, though maybe not in the way the disclaimer intended. My justification for passing the email on is that the world needs to know when public companies are indulging in flabby management nonsense. I think it's fair to bet that Accelerate, despite the additional oomph from the exclamation point, is not going to unlock full potential in any world, fast-moving or not. Of course, Phillips could now see me in court. If it does... 
I don't think it's going to win. I've consulted some experts who assure me that in European law, it's pretty much impossible to foist this sort of contract on someone unilaterally. Legal disclaimers on emails are not only unenforced, but unenforceable, making one wonder why they're so popular. The only plausible explanation is that companies use them simply because others do. No one dares be the odd one out. Last week, I got a short email from someone who works at the French bank BNP Paribas with a long disclaimer that made the Philips one look restrained. It started off by doing some legal defining of terms, explaining that message will hitherto be denoted by message, in inverted commas. Having done this in English, it went on to do it in French as well. Finally, after a whole series of heavy warnings given in both languages, it bossily instructs the recipients, please consider the environment before printing. This is a damned cheek. Anyone who elects to print out this email, a decision which is surely up to the recipient, not to the sender, is thus forced to waste a lot of additional ink and paper as these paragraphs are automatically and needlessly reproduced in hard copy. I'm happy to report that emails sent from the FT system are neither bossy nor threatening and come in just one language. Every email finishes thus. This email was sent by a company owned by Pearson PLC, registered in England and Wales with the company number 53723. This is good for being brief, though less good for containing a numerical fact that I bet no one who has ever received an email from me has ever found even slightly diverting. There is a better way of making this automatic sign-off better and briefer still. Do without it altogether. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.